what fundamentalism is cooking. What's good, everybody? It's your host, Paul J. Long, on another edition of the Fundamism Podcast. We, of course, are brought to you, as always, by our sponsors, Charlie Hustle. We're actually at the Charlie Hustle spot, right where all the models take their amazing photos. I was recently talking to Chase of Charlie Hustle, and I said, hey, man, what do I got to do to be a model for your, for your stuff? He goes, man, you're too muscly. Like, I don't like that muscle joint and that jam in my photos. So I was like, okay, well, clearly you don't want to sell t-shirts and apparel, son. Well, I am super excited. I say that every single time, but, uh, but nobody has had the energy like this gentleman right here. I mean, you bring the friggin' noise. I mean, like there's, there's me and I always thought that I was alone in this world and my energy level. And then I met you, Mr. Dom Green. What's good, brother? How are you? <laughs> What's up, man? I really appreciate the intro. Oh, man. Like, you, uh, I, I love when someone tells me how I see myself sometimes. Yes. Like, I've got a positive ego. Do you? It, it's, it's a positive ego. It's, <laughs> it's knowing that like, I know the, the energy that I harness and but you bring the same amount of energy and you know as i was saying earlier like you know it's really great when someone um actually has that same feel about people and about life and they're charismatic i feel like i can just like bounce ideas and they're not <laughs> stupid and that's a part of like never wanting to grow up that's right so um yeah thank you for having me here oh, like man, I've, I've been so excited about this moment and even like earlier this week, yes, we we were supposed to do it on I what day up, was it? Bro. I, it was uh, it was supposed to be on Wednesday, I think Tuesday, mm. Tuesday, and Tuesday. Uh, I had a I had a, a malfunction in technology. My yeah. mic stand broke, man. What what can you do? Sometimes life <laughs> yeah. throws a little curveball at you. Yeah, she, yeah and luckily, when it. you surround yourself with the right people, uh, everything works out. That's right. I holler at you and I bad. say, "Hey, brother, I can't make this happen," Seriously. and you're like. It's all good, man. man like, I'm, we're not in this corporate world anymore. We've got some flexibility. We just have to move people around sometimes yes. and things around. So, But really a lot happy. of people that tune in are in that corporate world, so we got to talk about yes. our journey because yes. I know that you've had that too. Before we get too deep into it, I'm, I guarantee you as you guys are tuning in and listening, you're thinking, oh, Lord, how long is this going to go? This is a lot of energy. <laughs> so, might be too much for you guys. So strap in. <laughs> uh, what do you do for fun, man? First thing we start with every guest, what do you do for fun? Man, you know. Um, first of all, people, you know, they're my passion, mm. you know, so anything and everything, it's just all about, you know, what really sounds good. What's, what's really good in the moment. Um, I am like very active into, you know, sports working out, but last night, um, I should have invited you to this, mm. but I decided yesterday, Captain hindsight should have, <laughs> I should have invited you yesterday. I decided <laughs> that I really wanted to go roller skating. Oh yeah. And so skate city, like I looked up the adult night and yep. Over off of 103rd? 103rd. My house is right down the street from there, too. We live close. No crap. So my daughter, she's had uh, no less than four events. She goes to Mill Creek Elementary. No less than four skate parties thus far. Really? I was just there like three weeks ago. Oh, man. Yeah, thanks for following me on dude, Instagram, man. I did see I'm that. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lying. Dude, but I totally would have gone. I love, dude. So here's, here's what's amazing about Skate City. It doesn't matter if you're into skating or not. Yes. 
What I think about when I go roller skating is not like falling down because that floor is hard, it is, right? It is. I don't think about how uncomfortable the shoes are or how many stinky feet have been in there. It or smells like, like a foot when you walk right. in. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Uh, and it's old school yes, too. Yes, it is. I don't think about the like cleanliness of, you know, because all they do is just spray that stuff in there when you turn, when you, when you throw the, their skates back to the guy. Yeah. Like all he does oh, is yeah, spray. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. That that's and, good and whatever enough. it is. Yeah, yeah, that's good enough. Dude, what I think about is the music. Yes. And so I, I get, um, so I go with my daughter every time and it's always like, imagine hundreds of kids. I mean, it is packed and the bulk of kids don't really know how to skate very well at that age. Adeline's, uh, in elementary school, she's a kindergartner. So everybody's falling down and I go recently with our neighbors. Uh, one of my neighbor's name is Lauren and, um, Adeline's really tight right now with dad, right? She's got to yeah. be with dad all the time. And I love that. Yeah. Well, side note, I'm a huge kid. I mean, we talked about yes. the difference in age, and we're only four years age difference, and you've never felt old before, and I don't either. Like, I, I vibe with kids stuff, and that's that's the whole premise of yes. fundamentalism, right? Is just getting more back to the stuff that gives you strength. Oh, yeah. So we roll in, and uh, Lauren doesn't want to skate with her daughter May at all. She's like, she's not feeling it. She's not. She just doesn't want to skate tonight. So I get my skates, and Adeline is like, she's amped. May is Adeline's best friend, who, side note, May's mother is Lauren. So May sees daddy, Adeline's daddy, skate, and she's like, oh, mama, will you please skate? Will you please skate? <laughs> Lauren looks at me, and she's kind of irritated, and she's like, you need to just let them be. Let them be kids. And, uh, and that's right. Like, I do need to let yeah. Adeline kind of get out. But side note, I don't do it for Adeline. <laughs> I do it because I enjoy skating. So what ended up happening was I let them be. But then, Dom, I'm just the guy going round yes. and around, and I'm just vibing yes. to the music. And because I think music is so powerful. It is. And we're going to get back to it that. really Because is. you got something that's freaking amazing that brought some awesome memories into the life of myself and my wife. That's and we're going to get to that. I love that. But before we get there, let's talk corporate America, yes. son. Yes. So you were in corporate America. I was. What were I you was. doing? You know, I was a regional VP, uh, AKA sales director. I traveled um, about 70% of the year and, you know, I felt like I was killing it. You know, like it was for me, it felt like a dream job because I got to travel. Right. Um, but you know, if you have to go somewhere, you have to go somewhere because of work. And you know, something about being immersed in that world, I loved it. You know, I feed off of whatever I'm doing, and I believe in whatever I'm doing because I believe in people. Mm. And so, if I can bring um, a different experience in anything and everything that I do, I'm I'm really like committed to whatever whatever it is that my purposes at that moment. And, you know, life does change, but, um, you know, I was with that company nearly three years and, you know, I met a lot of great people. Um, the perspective of where my world was and who I was, I think it did definitely change. I felt like I was getting, I was feeling a little bit older, mm. but, you know, still had the young charisma, um, Everything changed one day when <laughs> <laughs> I remember it like it was yesterday. I remember it like it was yesterday. It was actually last year. And um, you know, a couple let me say this, a couple months prior to that, I was thinking about if I didn't have this awesome gig where I'm making north of six figures and I'm able to basically have that financial stability like I really wanted, what would I be doing? And there was two things, uh financial factoring 
which is like, you know, where I basically help people out with um, a business to business invoice where I'll buy their, you know, I'm a loan shark at some times, okay. you know, so I, I'll lend them money and I'll buy the invoice and I'll get paid about 60 to 90 days later. And so um, it was solving a problem, you know, it was like something that was easy, didn't really need to get too many clients. So I do that from time to time. And then it was positive people posse. It was in my mind that, you know, I'm all about positivity and it really just stuck in my, the name just stuck in my, my brain for so long. And, um, I get to the office one day after a long trip and had to do this like award submission for this, this award that we were submitting for. And I walk in, my boss says, Hey Dom, are you almost done with that award submission? And I was like, yep, already done. Turned it in, you know? He's like, he's like, I appreciate it. And so I go into my office and I shut the door and I'm about to work on some, you know, some document projects and, uh, you know, trying to get some deals through the register, make, make some good sales money. And, uh, he walks in, he's like, Dom, can I talk to you? And I'm just like, oh, what? He doesn't like my award submission? What exactly would you say that you do here, Dom? (laughs) He said, Dom, I'm un- I'm f- unfortunately, uh, we're going to have to let you go. I'm whoa. Like, whoa. Completely unexpected. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Every, that feeling, there was this euphoric feeling that washes over you, but this, this didn't feel like a euphoric feeling. This felt like I was in the matrix. Like, I was like, wait, where am I? Like, I, I literally started thinking about my expensive car, you know, like my, my mortgages and and all these other things. And I, I just like, I was so shell shocked. I didn't even communicate. I wasn't pissed off. I wasn't angry. I was just, I was just confused. Uh, but he, you know, my boss, he actually said nothing but great things about me as Anyone would when they're breaking up with someone. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. <laughs> yes. And so uh, they gave me a nice little severance package. So, you know, it really kicked off the the reset at that point in time. It, it said, Dom, you got some time to figure out what you really want to do. And so, you know, at, it was a humbling experience. And so I ended up just going traveling for like a couple of weeks, going to see friends and whatever, just doing whatever I wanted. And I just kept on thinking about what my next move was going to be. And um, so I got through the interview process, like putting my resume out there. But, you know, I still was like, gosh, this positive people posse thing and all the other things. I started two businesses. You know, I'm just going to shorten this up. I started two businesses at the same time. I needed something that was going to sustain positive people posse where I could throw money at something and be like, I'm going to grow this. And so I basically did that and I was like, okay, all right. So our next move with positive people posse, we definitely want to talk about human interaction. We want to talk about entrepreneurship. We want to talk about the things that make us tick. We want to, we want to experience things uh, through events. You know, like I want this whole thing. Like, I don't know what it is specifically, but it is about, it's positivity, you know, and positivity is not happiness. You know, I, I, I really want to create something about that um, because I went through some things that weren't so positive to get me where I'm at today. And I wanted other people to kind of relate with that. I want to stop you for a brief moment because it's amazing to hear you say, I don't know what it looks like, yes. but I know that there's something there. Yes. So we met. Yeah. Uh, about two years ago, I think. So, uh, I don't. Maybe longer than that. Yeah. We we got a mutual friend by the name of Dan Krejci, and uh, he's got an awesome spot. That's his just house is awesome. Oh my gosh! Not only is his ho- his house awesome, 
The vibe is awesome. It is great. Like you just know that the people around, the people that are around are the positive people posse, yes. bro. I mean, they're individuals that just lift others up. I've never heard anybody in that group say a bad thing about anybody. And the coolest thing about the group is Dan is a master at creating these awesome experiences that get everybody involved. Dude, seriously. So we do the Olympics in the summertime, right? And I think that, the, you know, that's what, that's how we met. Yeah. And yeah. so we met on the volleyball court, I think. Yes. You know, it was weird because um, anywhere and everywhere I go, even if it's work or if it's out, like I am meeting buddies. Like, and if I don't meet buddies, then I'm going home, you know, like, and that day, um, this dude shows up in some chubbies, some like short shorts mm. and like I'm yeah. like neon shorts. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what they are. But I go hard in the paint. <laughs> tank top. He's a bro. Like <laughs> dude's got a fit, you know. And like, like he said, kind of. No, fit, I'm Rob. joking. No, he's fit. Look at those guns. No, this dude's fit. This dude's fit. And, and like you know, like the way you greet people will say a lot about a person. Mm. And you're making your rounds, and then. It came to me. Hey, what's up, Dom? Hey, what's what's up? I'm Paul. What's your name? I'm Dom. You know, yeah. we exchange names. And, right. like, we just briefly yes. introduced ourselves. Short interaction. And I think we may have been on the same team. Yep. And then you had to end up going somewhere that yep. day. Like, yep. he, you were bouncing all around. That's then you right. came back. But whatever. Um, me and him, like, had a short little brief engagement. But it was powerful. Mm. It made me feel like, uh, no, this is a dude I would vibe with. Like, yes. We don't even know what each other do. <laughs> right. Like we didn't say, "Hey, so what do you do?" Oh, it's just, you know, we do that too often That's true. in a lot of settings. It's like, so let me see if this person's on my level. I'm like, no, you know. First of all, <laughs> you know, I've got tattoos and whatever. You know, I'm a black guy for some of these listeners. You know, not everybody knows uh, what I am. I'm kind of ambiguous on the on the phone. <laughs> But um, you're like you know, a like, surfer. <laughs> yeah, people are like, yeah, bro. I'm like, do I really sound like that? Yeah, bro. Live freely, stay positive. I'm like, whatever, you know. So, so like, me and him just vibe yes. out like right away, and 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 so it was impactful. And then we, when did we meet again? Well, so in the interim, so yeah. we meet each other that time, and I go to Lifetime Fitness. And uh, I see a young lady there by the name of Kim Vodder. Yeah. And so Kim's brother, Scott, is always at dance, right? Is always at dance. I call him Shoddy Scotty. Shoddy Scotty. Because he's always taking shots. Shout out to Shoddy. Uh, yes, and he handles them extremely well. <laughs> yes. wah, wah. Um, but nevertheless, uh, Kim, she hears that I have a book coming out. She sees, she follows me on Instagram. She knows that I'm doing these speeches and whatnot. She's like... You have to connect with my buddy Dom. Yes, and so I go. Just like what What does he do? And she's like, "You've never heard of Dom Green? He's got this deal called Positive People Posse." And I'm like, "Well, that sounds amazing." She goes, "Follow him on Instagram." So I go to your Instagram, and you're in the infancy stages. Yes. I mean, there's probably like there's like eight posts, and I can't figure it out. What the <laughs> hell you do? Like, I have I have no idea what the Positive People Posse yes. is, but I know it sounds amazing, <laughs> right? So then. What happens is we are at the same party months later. Yes. Uh, Chase McAnulty yes. of Charlie Hustle is throwing a housewarming party. He's, he just, just got a new, awesome new digs. And uh, you're in the pool <laughs> looking all fit and ca- kind of somewhat <laughs> fit. He's <laughs> somewhat fit. fit. Kind of dice. Yeah. Man, you more cut than a Julian salad. <laughs> <laughs> Any tips? <laughs> 
Do you know that reference? No. Okay. Tropic off. Thunder. Oh, I yes. love that. <laughs> yes. Give me that goddamn man, boy. <laughs> I'm dressed as a dude playing the dude. This guy's as another dude. dude. <laughs> That's right. It's funny because I'm the black guy and he was playing a black guy. Yes. But I was playing a white guy who was playing a black guy. <laughs> dude, that movie is amazing. It, it is, man. I've watched it probably like 20 times. So we, so I see you and immediately, now this time we've seen each other before. So now we start vibe, we start talking. And still, the cool thing that I admire about our relationship thus far is we still didn't talk about what no, we did. No. Like, not, not at, at all. all. We were just we we're just playing and vibing and having just a good time. Just a couple of pros. Just a couple of pros. <laughs> Fast forward, I see Taco Talks on Instagram. Now it seems like you're finding your sea legs. Like, yeah. now it seems like you have some direction. Yes. So I want to stop you just for a brief moment because you were like, I didn't know what it looked like. I didn't know what the hell it was. And I'm following you. I didn't know yes. what it looked like. I didn't know what the hell it was. And then, boom, you figured it out. So Taco Talks. Yeah, you know, so like the, the main thing was for, for me and the direction, I don't like to say that I'm like the founder or the owner or whatever, you know, I'm just a life enthusiast. Mm. That's my title. You know, I'm bringing life to this and, you know, it is collaborative. You know, I did have an idea of what I want to do and like what was, what was going to be my first step into the game, but I was sandbagging so long that it was just kind of resting there in that, that pace, but... I was trying to develop an audience the entire time. And so there was some ambiguity uh, to what we were doing. And then, you know, we came out with the Taco Talks. And that was something that we developed from like early in the year. And we were finding, trying to find the right sponsor. Right. And then we found the right sponsor. Mission Taco, was, shout out. <laughs> no, it was Mizuma Credit Union. Oh. Sorry, is this a plug that I can't no, drop? Okay. No, I didn't Mizuma know that. Yes. But it's Taco Talks. Yes. And it's at Mission Taco. Well, we did Mission, Mission Taco. That's one of the places that we did. We got we had six different restaurants. Oh. And that, that was... Uh, and so we found the right person and... You know, community driven by Mizuma Credit Union. They are a community company. It, I, it was something that they already had my money. Yeah. You know, like it was, it was someone <laughs> that I already believed in and trusted with my money. And now I'm going to give them my baby that we can actually co brand something that had a good relationship. So we came with, came with Taco Talks, and Taco Talks was this, this entrepreneurial spirit that we want to do that over a meal, but have entrepreneurs tell their story. And that's, the storytelling thing is really important. I think that's where you and I really relate with our, yes, our brand message. Is mm -hmm. We, we want to hear people's story. And we want to kind of show the similarities in a way. But also, we're probably just, you know, the sociologists in a way. We want to understand how people work right. in a way. And that's what I wanted to find was uh, something that was going to be, um, you know, something relatable. Um, we can all aspire to do something or learn uh, from others on how they created and so we, we did Taco Talks and, um, you know, yeah. So you saw the Taco Talks. I saw the growth of your idea. Yeah. And, you know, side note. So you said, obviously, you're a life enthusiast. Yeah. Uh, I'm a fun champion. So yes. that's what we have in common. Um, Powerful. But uh, I think that, that while it's awesome for us to find our journey um, and go through the struggle, so many folks are still trying to figure out theirs, yes. right? And so what I admire about you and Taco Talks and the Silent Disco and uh, the new project that you're working on, we'll talk all about this, um, is that the goal isn't just to showcase 
you know, what can happen when you show a genuine interest in others, yes. right? And you ask real questions instead of the same stuff that everybody else is talking about. But potentially somebody's going to tune in or listen to this and say, yes, I was in corporate America. Yes. Or the biggest fear of most people living in corporate America is what if I lose my job? Yeah. And so finding somebody like you that gets the opportunity to showcase your story right now and talk about that, I'm sure many people could relate to that. Yeah. So that fear, like your, your stomach drops oh, off. Man. Oh, shit. What, do, what am I going to do, right? Yeah. What did I do? That's your, that's your own identity that, right there. That's exactly Your job right. is your identity. Yes. Like, when we, like with the introduction, what do you do? Yes. You know, like that's, that's not my identity, really. Like who are you as a person right. first? Yes. And foremost. Yep. But that's not how we start. No, no. What do you what do you do for work? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you have kids? Do you have family? <laughs> sure is nice outside. Yes. <laughs> but nevertheless, um, so I got a similar story, although I left my job voluntarily, that fear mm. still sat in. I mean, you know, forty thousand dollars in credit card debt. Yes. Wife hits me in the chest one day and mm. says, Babe, this ain't gonna work. You need to figure it out. I was an entrepreneur, but I wasn't putting in the work. Yeah. Like what did you say about your journey? You said I was, uh, you didn't use the term procrastinating, but um, but essentially you said that that you were just kind of dragging your feet a little bit about this idea. And I don't remember exactly the verbiage that you used, but I always knew the fundamentalism was a thing, but I didn't know what the hell it was. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to market it as consulting. I was trying to market it as, you know, uh, one-on-one leadership coaching. I didn't know what it was. Dude, you can't even really classify your business. No. Like, you probably don't even know how to classify your business. I don't. I mean, it's like a, it, on like if it's a lifestyle. The, if you go to the bank and they're like, "Oh, what kind of business is yeah. this?" You're like, "What is it?" Like, <laughs> I well, uh, I do stuff. Awesome stuff, though. And it's awesome. It's fun. <laughs> Can I get a loan? Yeah, that'll be one million dollars, please. <laughs> so, but nevertheless, you you did you did uh, the taco talks, and then that morphed into um, apparel. So you have some really cool apparel. You're wearing the Dom hat now. Positive people posse hat. <laughs> I, I call it the dog okay, hat. Okay, that's cool. That thing is fire. Thanks, man. Uh, but he's he's smiling, right? What's the yeah. significance of how'd you come up with that brand style? Positive energy. You know, positive energy makes me smile. Um, positive energy is you know really taking the good with the bad. But you know, when we think about you know electricity, it takes a positive and a negative to get that current. You know, to get that electrified lightning bolt, and that's what we have. It's electrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Flex, weird flex, but okay. People are saying that now. I don't even know where that came from. I love, I love the best thing that I love about podcasts is like we think that everybody's watching. No one's watching. Nobody's watching. Uh, We do have a YouTube version of this, and I was talking to you before that. So I I mean, we got we do all right. You know, I've, I've had over. I, was, I just hit uh, over 10,000 and some odd downloads, so I was pretty mm, stoked about that. Uh, and, and, and this is, I don't even really market it, right? Yeah. So I need, to, I need to start working with you a little bit yes. more on how to do that and be more strategic. But it's all word of mouth. And when it I go really do is. events and stuff like that. Well, side note, got this amazing videographer, Rob Fizz, sporting the Taco Bell hoodie as always. <laughs> uh, does great work. He keeps leveling up. We got four friggin' cameras here. Four friggin' cameras. And like all of this in HD. Look at those pants. Oh, yeah. Like, you can't see them if you're not watching on YouTube. That's right. I wore these for Paul today. (laughs) Yes. And I, uh, of course, wearing my Charlie Charlie Brown bow tie. Good grief. (laughs) Good grief. But nevertheless, what sucks is we got like 20, 30 views on each uh, podcast uh, episode on YouTube. And part of that is my own fault. Like, I'm not... 
I don't even Dude, tell people is, that it's it out there. It's so tough to get your hand in anything and everything. Mm. And I think that you're doing a good job, though, Paul. But thank you. You guys are doing a good job. You're not doing it for nothing at all. I'm like, because I'm, I'm a visual person. Mm. And so it speaks to me when I can visually see what I'm hearing. Sure. You know, um, the Instagram clips yes, and all that stuff. Yes. That, yeah. Formatting some clips, though, always helps. Sure. Though. You know, if you can shorten and get something very impactful, condense it, chop it up. And just blast, 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 blast. You know, Joe Rogan style. You know, I, I've been seeing yes. that. And so we're going to reintroduce uh, the Positive People Posse, you know, Taco Talks and shorter clips mm. and get people to go back to the content that we created because it was very expensive. There's you, a lot that goes into this. You did it pretty interesting. I mean, one, uh, one of the things that I admired about the format is you broke it up in. So each one was broken up in two, two sessions parts, or episodes, yeah, right? Yeah. And each one was only like 15 minutes, right? Yeah. So I feel like Only that's, to some people is a lot. Yeah. But it's easily digestible. Yes. Is it available on streaming platforms, Spotify, iTunes, not or anything yet, like that? Not yet. That's something we're working on right now, and that will be available. Sure. Um, we are trying to, we're kind of sandbagging again right now because That's we are. That's the gonna, term you used earlier. Yes. 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 We're sandbagging. It's, it's really that. That um, that approach, that pragmatic approach of like, okay, what does my first post look like? I don't mm. know. Mm-hmm. I used to like get overwhelmed by posting. Mm. I still don't really like posting. I anymore. don't either. Hate it. I, I seems really, narcissistic to me. It is. It is. I I don't really like too much. As much as like I, I do sound very charismatic on here, mm. I really don't like too much attention uh, when it just feel like it's like too much about Says me the and dude not about in people. Those pants. Yes, <laughs> yes, but that's a statement. I want I want to be approachable though. Yes. That's a different thing. You yeah. know, like I don't even want to be famous. I want notoriety. Like I don't. There's there's so many. It seems contradictive in a way, but to me it makes sense. Mm. Well, that's um, all that matters. Yeah, and that's all that matters. You know, it's like I I can explain myself. You know, but. You know, the brand aspect, you know, like I want people to be a part of the posse, mm. but, um, you know, like we're, we're, I lost my train of thought. I lost my train of thought. No, you're killing okay. it. We're talking yeah. about branding. We're talking yeah, about but, getting your hands on all the different social media platforms yeah. and how do you spread yourself that, that, well, I say thin, but you really need to go spread yourself thick yes. to appeal to all different types of audiences. Yes. You know, like really just planning the approach is like, okay, this is what we're going to do next. It's really about that quality and representation of what I want to bring. And everything that we do, you have to bring some passion to it. I don't care what you're doing. And Taco Talks is like, it's, it's like a sub part of Positive People Posse. We want that to just kind of be in its own leg and allow that to be a part of people that may need some inspiration. You know, they don't really know how to get their start and how we've, what we've already talked about is sometimes you don't know what that looks like, Mm -hmm. but you know, you know, we're kind of designed to kind of be, you know, multitude of things. And so I brought a multitude of things for Positive People Posse and, you know, the, we definitely wanted to have some on-brand representation with positivity and positivity is not happiness. You know, positivity sounds like it's corny. It should not be corny. Who are you, know? you talking about, man? My business is fun. <laughs> well, people don't no, want to bring me in because I it's mean, like, oh, fun is immature. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, but we, we do talk about real things in life, sure. you know, but they're uplifting things, mm. you know, like we want to uplift and... We take the good and the bad and all those things, but like there's so many representations on what positivity is. Mm-hmm. And so when it's authentic, you know, pe- you will have an audience and you already do have an audience. I mean, you're already, you're doing an exceptional job. 
Um, don't think that people aren't taking notice because a lot of people just don't tell you sometimes. Mm. You know, and Man, we, we need more people. lifted me up. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, <laughs> it's unfortunate, you know, and I mean, it, it's kind of saddening that we don't up, people don't uplift one another mm. too often. Yeah. You know, someone will be like, wow, that's really cool, but they won't tell you. I don't really need um, views. I'd rather have engagements. Yes, yeah. And because that engagement quality, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel like, oh man, you know, we've got, we really have some people that believe in what we're doing. Yes. And you need the same thing. And so, then why, it's actually a posse. It is a posse. It's it is a posse. Being an entertainer. Yeah. And the reason why I'm here today is, um, you know, when you scratch someone's back, Oh, bets believe we gonna collect oh, that. Oh shoot! I think I think I've just been signed up for something. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm gonna collect that. <laughs> I'm gonna collect that on that ass, Paul. Hey, the rents due. <laughs> uh, Come to pay so up, Paul. Two, two things that you said that really resonate with me, and that I want to tie together with our listener because people listen to me oftentimes, and they can't really relate to my. Yes, you know, that, yes, that energy. Yes. And I, I'm guessing you get that a lot yeah, too. Yeah, a lot. And so I often say um, to audiences or folks that that say that my energy can't be recreated, mm-hmm. first of all, I disagree that it can't be recreated, but the most important aspect is I wouldn't want you to. Yeah. Like, I don't want you to be anybody but you. I'm just trying to find out what you actually looks like because so many people are living in a shell a shell of themselves yes, and they're not bringing their authentic self out and why it's a number of different things. They're fearful of losing their job. They're fearful of their, their spouse, not accepting them. They're fearful of not finding a spouse at all. Right. Um, they want to be the perfect dad. They want to be the perfect mom, whatever it is. And as such, you're, you're playing, you're playing a game of like who you think everybody wants you to yes. be instead of who you Man, actually are. So right about that. So fear drives so many of our decisions. So we talk about our experience in corporate America. Uh, we both leave corporate America and we gravitate towards, and this is the main thing that I want everybody to pull out of this, this particular episode. We gravitate towards something that we're passionate yes. about. And you said, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Like yes. it doesn't matter what you're doing. You have to have passion behind yes. it. If you are unhappy with your life experience thus far, and you're unhappy in your job, or you're unhappy in your relationship or whatever it may be, Find something that you're passionate about. And maybe that just means that yeah. you need to reignite your relationship mm-hmm. with passion, right? I do believe that. Because for one reason or the other, you you got there. Yes. You were passionate about something in that maybe you always hated your job. Yeah. But that day that you interviewed and you got that job, yes. boy, you were on cloud nine. Oh, man. You Seriously. felt great, right? Yeah. I felt like I sold some money. That's you know? like, what? I, I don't even know what I'm capable of. You know? Like, <laughs> Like, whoa, they believe in me? Oh, do you see something in me? That's great. But that's funny because <laughs> yeah. ego drives so many people, yes. right? And so, so A, you're going to be faced with challenge. You might lose your job. You yes. might lose somebody significantly close to you in life. Mm. Nothing's going to help you get through that than gravitating more towards the things that make you strength uh, or strong, rather, uh, that make you smile and finding things that you're passionate about. Ultimately, people look at you and they look at me and they say, I could never do that. Yeah, and the answer right. to that 
statement is you can't with that attitude. And I know that's super you are cliche, right? About right? That. But, you were right about that. But I didn't think I could, dude. Like, it's a I, mindset. Oh, it's a mindset. But did you ever doubt yourself? Like, real talk, did you ever doubt yourself? You know what? I think the doubt that I ever had is the fear of other people doubting me. And mm. once I got past that threshold and I actually believed, I'm like, no, I really have something here. It's, it's like, uh, if you've ever, the first time you ever public speak, you're worried about not having, um, not being an expert at whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I was an expert in this. <laughs> so, so I'm like, why would it be bad? You know, <laughs> I don't think I'm crazy, but I am crazy. A little crazy. I'm a little crazy. But that's what makes you but unique. you have to be. Yeah, absolutely. If you weren't crazy, you wouldn't have taken the risk. Yeah, seriously. So, you know, when, what's interesting is mine was the opposite in mm. terms of doubt. I was so fearful, like my whole life, people have always said, very similar to what I'm sure you, I mean, your energy is a lot, yes. or, um, you know, you're, you're so cool to have around because it's hard to have a bad day when you're around, yeah. right? And so when I left corporate America, my fear was that, what if I let everybody down? Mm. Like... Gosh. Everybody has these I've had that. Everybody thinks so highly of me yes. and they and they say the most amazing things. What if what if I'm not what everybody thinks I am? Yeah. And I wasn't as comfortable in my own skin then, right? I mean, yeah. I was still I was always authentic. I was always this way. Okay. But I wasn't as confident that I knew what the vision was, what it looked like and and how I was going to get there, right? And all I needed was a shot. Yes. I got that call yes. and they said, "Hey, can you, can you do this keynote for me? I'm double booked someplace. So the Golf Course Superintendent Association of America. I've never done a keynote before, but I was like, yup. <laughs> so I wrote it and I did an hour and a half. And two weeks later, I got a call from a speaker's bureau and they said somebody was in the audience and they said, you're amazing. And they want to book you oh, for an man, event. That's awesome. And then I got another event and then I got another event and then I got another event. And now it's just, ah, uh, now yes. that confidence is there. And that $40,000 in credit card debt that I had racked yeah. up because I'm an entrepreneur, but I don't know what the hell I'm entrepreneuring. I just made that <laughs> stuff up. Uh, and, and, and it just started to dissipate. Why? Yeah. Because I'm having a blast. Why? Because I'm gravitating towards something that I'm passionate about. Why? Because I start to believe in myself and other people see the passion that I have. And as a result, they want to be a part of it. And that is the positive people posse. Yes, man. It so really is. Uh, you, you, speaking of which, just real talk, uh, I want to break this down for you guys. You might be tuning in. I had a guest a while back. Her name was Molly Balloons. You met oh, Molly man. Balloons, right? Oh, yeah. So Molly Balloons is- She forgets my name every single time. Oh, my gosh. She forgets a lot of things. <laughs> uh, so Molly Balloons is on, and she's amazing. I mean, we had a blast. Very similar to how you and I um, typically kick it. Uh, she she wanted to have a drink, one drink, one while drink. we're doing the podcast. And so um, my friend, Nisi Stoner, reaches out. She goes, hey, that, that chick that you had on, was she drunk? And I was like, absolutely not. That's her personality. Like all the time, she's always that way. Why do I bring that up? Because when I met you and I was told that Chase was going on Taco Talks, I asked Chase, I'm like, dude, that guy is always so chill and lighthearted. And he's like, it just seems like he's always high. Is that guy always high? And Chase goes... I don't even think that he smokes, Paul. (laughs) And so I say that because your personality is not something that people interact with often. Like it, it's easy for folks to see individuals like you and and even me to a lesser extent and say, that can't be, that can't be them all the time. Dude. I mean, like, honestly, I am, 
I'm a, I've dabbled before and it's just not for me. I just, I start feeling weird and insecure. So, so I'm just myself. I, I am myself. Just high like, on I, life. I think it was, it was weird because, and I really appreciate all that because like one thing about life and branding, brand is what people say behind your back. Yes. And I heard that from, I don't know who that's from, but it's really true. Yep. And so that's great that, you know, my brand message is he's kind of like a stoner, <laughs> but he's just high on life. Yeah. And that's great. I love that because I think that um, this enthusiasm that I have about life and people and everything that I do really came from my mom. You know, she really told me that there's nothing that I couldn't do. Mm. And she believed in anything, any and every idea that I ever had. And so that from a young upbringing, even if I was just terrible at basketball, I will not see you on the basketball court, bro. Like, I'll dunk on you. I'll, I mean, no, I won't. I'll foul you. <laughs> and that's real. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, I, it starts early on, but, you know, like, that's, I've just, my mom's a weirdo. You know, I, I'm a weirdo. I actually brought you a shirt that says, we're all weird. So. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I should have opened it. But so your guns are too big. Yeah. He got, he got me a large. I was yeah. like, man, that's disrespectful, I bro. <laughs> you look kind of small, bro. <laughs> So, all right, last thing, because uh, we could sit here and talk all day. Yes. Um, and side note, we probably will have another uh, another round of uh, talks, fundamentalism yeah, talks. Yeah, man, I love it. Uh, because I think that we've just really scratched the surface. But I'm sitting in Barcelona, Spain. I'm doing a trade show. And oftentimes these trade shows, um, they they wrap up the session or the week or whatever with like a blowout bang. Like I got the opportunity to see Bruno Mars in concert. They bring in folks like Justin Timberlake or the last one that I did, I, I got the opportunity. What are you looking for, your phone? Oh, I, th- I thought it was ringing. Okay. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 I'm listening. I'm listening. No, I know you are. Yeah. So, uh, so ultimately... The last, the last one that I went to in Barcelona, Spain, was like a Bulgarian circus theme. <laughs> so they were trying do to do a co- Bulgarian accent. I, I can't. You do it. A Bulgarian. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So uh, that sounds pretty good. Sounds- I told you about Wonderscope. We went on uh, Wonderscope today with my kids. Yes. And so I had to find this. They have this this little thing that they do every single day. That if you find their mascot hiding in any one of the rooms, you take it to the front desk and you get a prize. So I was wearing this uh, this Australian like hat. <laughs> And so I was like, crikey, let's go on an expedition. And so we were just talking, deep down in the dark trenches of the night, the mascot looks. Adeline, can you find the mascot? She's like, Dad, what are you doing? Yes. So that's the People extent of my... Us. No, no, they don't, no, they don't get okay. us. So Bulgarian circus theme. I mean, freak show everything. Dom, they got like the people putting the hooks up their noses. Oh and the, my it's gosh, a freak show. It's so gross. Oh, it yeah. makes me cringe. Back in the corner is the circus tent set up and there's like a hundred people in the circus tent and there's lights and everything. And I walk back there and I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I walk in and I'm, I'm given these headphones and I see everybody else in the circus tent has these headphones on. So the individual that gives me the headphones, they say, listen, there's multiple DJs. You can actually change the, who the DJ that you're listening to on the headphones, have a good time. So I'm with like seven people that I'm traveling with and we just start vibing. 
And like, it's, it's just you and the music, yes. right? And like on one station, it's kiss. I want to rock and roll all night. And the next station, it's like Nelly ride with me or something, <laughs> right? Like it's all over the place. Yes. And so cool thing is, is if you can't dance or anything like that, like I'm just, I'm just feeling it, right? <laughs> like I'm just getting it. And I like to dance. I wouldn't say that I'm great at it, but I like to dance. I just feel music. I think music is yes, so powerful, right? It really is. And, and it can get you to feel any emotion that you want to feel. And so, you know, you're vibing. And the cool thing is if you can't dance, Side note, nobody knows what the hell you're listening no. to. So you could be on beat, off beat. It doesn't matter because everybody's living their own yes. their own truth in that moment. So what's going on is these six, seven people, what we're doing is we're, oh, a great song. Come on. Everybody gets excited. And so then you they'll hear physically yes. change your, okay. You they, can hear it vocally. Yes. People shouting out oh, whatever Oh, yeah. If you take your headphones yes. off. Okay. So it's called a silent disco and I am enamored with it. I go back to my hotel that night and I'm like, I just experienced something amazing. Why is this not in Kansas City? This is all 100% truthful story. So I get, I get on Instagram and I don't know why, like I'm just looking, I'm just, you know, being mindless, laying in bed, being an idiot on my phone, like we all do. And your positive people post comes off, positive people, posi post comes up. Silent disco coming up in April. Right? It was Mar- April, March. March. It was March. March 9th. March 9th. Of 2019. And immediately, it was the same night that I did it, yes. same night that, that I'm thinking, nuts. we got to do this. I love this. And then I see your post and immediately like joy and jubilation comes over <laughs> me. Like I'm like, first of all, awesome. Like I love to see great people doing amazing things in our community. Um, second of all, how how awesome is that? Like I don't believe ironic, in, man. Yeah, I don't believe in coincidences. Universal. Though. Like I think it's energy, right? It is. Energy's real, man. It it's really so is. So real. So in that it's moment, so I'm thinking, man, we got to do this. I see that you're doing it. I buy my tickets. Yes. I send you a text I while know. I'm in Spain. That was great. I'm like, I'm so proud of you. So I talk my wife into going. My wife is somewhat reserved. She's amazing. Love of my life. She was on drill team. She's got rhythm. Uh, I say that like uh, all drill teamers have rhythm. That's not true. Uh, But she's got rhythm. Yes. And so she goes with me and uh, I'm amped because like this is, this is something that I've been looking forward to for months and it's the silent disco glow party, right? So I bought the glow package. Yes, you did. So I get the glasses and the uh, and the glow Batons, sticks. Yep, yeah. that's right. And the gentleman, one of your videographers, greets me at the door that I had the opportunity to meet recently. His name Addison is Addison Price. No, yes, Addison Price. Addison yes. Price. Sh- shout out to Addison. What up, Addy? Sorry, I forgot your name, bro. Uh, <laughs> it's been a while. That's a sign that we haven't talked in a long there time. You go. So he greets me, and I meet his wife, and it's amazing. We go in. My wife, she's just kind of in her head for the first thirty yeah. minutes, right? Side note, we got there when it opened, so there was like yes. nobody there. Yeah. So then it starts to fill in, and then the vibe starts to change, and you have three. And we sold this thing out. Three DJs. Yes. Sold DJs. out, right? And all of a sudden it clicks. Melissa just all of a sudden, she just starts getting it. She just starts yes. vibing and like, I'm dancing and we're like back to high school. I even like, remember I'm, what shirt you had, which is, is this a weird thing? You had a can- UMKC I did. shirt That's on, absolutely right. With is, a nice little I don't overcoat. know why I have to say that, but no. like, that's because how I remember people. Me- yeah. Because, yeah. because the moment was memorable. Anyway, to make a short story long, Dom, um, that meant the world to me. That night, not only was I excited about your event because I know the power that music plays in people's lives yes, and mine man. specifically, the energy behind the story and the coincidence, if you believe in that, yeah. I don't. I no, think it was energy. The joy that you had in, in, in pimping the event, putting on the event, 
the actual event itself. And then all of a sudden seeing my wife on cloud fricking nine out of her head, not worrying about the kids, not worried about me and just living life and loving dude, it, dude. You created I love that. that experience that people have like, they've told me then like hearing your experience, like I literally get the goosies, man. Like this is ridiculous. Like I get excited about people, about their excitement, you know, like when someone can tell me a story from their point of view, it I don't know. I'm an empath. Mm. You know, I feel, I, I feel too. it and I visually can see it. You know, it's that creative aspect that you and I both have that like really gets us excited because we know that we're offering um, an energy to people and we know that we can change the energy around us in a positive way Yes, and like be relatable. And that's what you have. And, um, you know, with, with that, I felt like, you know, these, these kindred spirits over here, you know, <laughs> we're, <laughs> We were meant to is be brothers. Hot? Is it hot in here? I feel oh, like I'm man. getting hot. <laughs> oh, man. So what's um, the history behind... Where'd you come up with the idea? How'd it come to you? What's, you know, like, again, it was just like melting pot of all these ideas that I, I wanted to do with uh, Positive People Posse. But, you know, it's about human interaction. It's about engagement. It's about telling stories. and But it all has to do, deal with people. Mm. And... One thing that we're doing in the social media world is not really interacting. Again, mm. like when I said, you know, people just don't uplift you and tell you that you're doing a good job. Right. And like, we need more of that. Right. And so we need to interact with people more. We got to do more storytelling. And how do we do that? We got to draw people in um, to an experience and an event. And that's just one dose. Like we, we have to dumb things down, not saying that the people are dumb for going to that, but it was very interesting. And if my, if my passion is people, we have to get in front of people and we have to do it in a way where we can just, we can li literally just watch and just see joy happen. Yes. Because whatever's going on in your life that week, we're going to let it go at the dope. Okay. <laughs> and we're going to have a good old time and, and like just look around and see other people bringing joy to their lives. Yes. And like that, that really, we're learning. We're learning in that experience. And like whether if you acknowledge it or not, people learn something. They learn that it was something that they didn't know that they were going to like and they ended up liking that. So let's do more things like that, like hesitation. Yes. So let's, everything that we do, there's, there's like an undertone of being resourceful. There's like, we, we want to bring something where it, there is an experience. There's something that you learn. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't care if it's, uh, if it comes down to finance, we're going to show a fun way to show finance. Uh, on, you know, I can't do that. Well, you know, we're working on something right now where it's like, yes, you can. This is how you, how you do it. Right. You know, I'm going to do this for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's really important for us to to kind of get out of our uh, comfort zone sometimes, and sometimes that may take losing your job. It shouldn't, though. You know, <laughs> don't lose your wife. You know, be the best husband. You Unless know, like, those things aren't working for you. Yeah, if they're not working. But here's the thing. This is what I like to tell people. You know, when I sit down with my friends, when we sit down, we sit down at the on the couch and. We have these conversations and we're coming out with a show called The Living Room um, because that's where fun happens. That's where life happens. We, we talk and discuss things and it can be on an inflatable couch out in the park or whatever, but we're going to be real. We're going to be authentic. And um, but, you know, like when we're talking about these experiences, like we, we want to be very authentic. We, we literally 
we do care about people. Yes. You know, like that, that is important for me to interact with people because I'm, I'm learning. That's something that I'm, I'm really, really feeling. I'm very passionate about. And we got to showcase it a little bit differently sometimes. So that's where it came about. It's because we were doing something that was about experience and interaction in a weird way. Right. You know, we're all weird. I really do believe that. We all got our own, uh, our, our own little flaws and, and, and um, uniquities, if yes. you will. And, and that's what makes us cool and special, right? Yeah. And oftentimes what's, what's interesting is we look at some of these things in ourselves uh, and, and what makes us different. And sometimes it negatively impacts your ego. Yeah. But there are other things that there, when other people see the same thing that you see as a, as a you know, potential um, landmine or flaw or <laughs> whatever you want to call it, like others are like, man, that's, that's awesome that yeah. he's that way or she's that way. So one of the things that I really like about what you just said is you get in the opportunity to just watch and you watch people getting joy out of something. So I do an exercise oftentimes uh, in my keynotes when I have everybody stand up and find a partner and typically starts with uh, one question, what do you do for fun? So you have to share with your partner what's one thing that you do for fun. And then the second, the second part of the activity is it's easy to have fun at home, but it's a lot more difficult when you're at you know, work or you're in corporate America and you've got a boss that you don't <laughs> like or uh, you, don't have, you only have 15 minutes on break or whatever it may be. So what do you do for fun at work? So these are questions. What do you do for fun? What do you do for fun at work? Those are both questions that make people think about what? Something that lifts yeah. them up, right? Yeah. Some positivity. Yeah. yeah. So as a result, yeah. when I look around the room, Dom, you know what I see? 100 people, 1,000 people smiling. Yes. And that's the power that we have yeah. by creating an environment Gosh, that man. allows people to gravitate more towards the things that lift them up as opposed to the things that tear them down. Mm-hmm. Like do fun stuff, try new things, go to a silent disco. And if you miss the opportunity in March, well, guess what, fam? Woo, we got another one coming. That's May right. 10th. May 10th. Mm, go get you some. Go get you some. Where can we find tickets? Tickets, positivepeopleposse.com. Go to the Glow 2.0 package or Glow 2.0 section. And it's amazing. You could buy a... And it's um, going to a good cause, too. Yeah, and, talk and about here's, that. Here's the thing. Okay, like, we, um, you know, Positive People Posse isn't really a, truly a business yet. This is something that's still growing. Like, we, we are starting to see revenue through our merchandise, and, you know, people are interacting. But this is really just, this is all passion right now. This yeah. isn't this isn't like this big corporate structure or anything. And I, I do respect corporations. Like, literally, I think that we need it. You know, there are people for the corporate avenue. And there's ways that you can actually do great things and still have, you know, a way, you know, to feel impact within your, your company and culture. But this is really about, you know, finding, you know, ways that we can kind of, you know, have our niche in a community and we can inspire people. And I was inspired by this organization called Girls on the Run KC. I don't have a kid. Girls on the run. Girls on the run. Yeah, we're corny. Sorry to interrupt. Keep going. <laughs> um, 
So I was one of my one of my friends, one of my new friends who also has a podcast, um, talked about this Girls on the Run um, nonprofit. And what was cool about this was the fact that he related it to his own personal story, talking about growing up and being feeling that he was inferior to the people at his school because he didn't have shoes that were not good enough and they were dirty and they're brown and they're falling apart and you know hearing the the shoe flap when he walked and you know girls on the run being this organization where they actually get the gift these girls you know brand new asic shoes uh through completing a program and stuff and that's like, it's like, whoa, hold on a second. You just brought me down to an empath aspect where I'm thinking about if I couldn't afford shoes and people like looked at how brown my shoes were, maybe I'm outgrowing them and I don't feel good enough. Like it's inclusivity. Mm. And that's what we have with Positive People Posse is inclusivity. And this is empowerment too. And there's all these words like I, I really want more companies doing what we're doing in a way. It's not about us being the only one talking about positivity and being positive people posse and whatever. Just all about us. Like we want to be one of many mm. because we are stronger if we are all to working together sure. and commuting and, and not really, it's not, we're not competing. You got your entire different audience, but similar people that we're talking to, let's come together. Yeah. Let's do something very special. And so girls on the run KC, you know, they're, they're not only just like giving back to these girls, but they're empowering them by mentoring these young women. And hey, we all come from women. I'm I'm coming from newsflash. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> My mom is four foot eleven, 110 pounds. I'm about six two. <laughs> You know, like my mom is everything to me. She she empowered me. And so I can relate. You know, um, we're all feminists. <laughs> OK, whatever. Um, you know, but we're all people. We're all human beings. You know, so let's let's do things and give back and have some purpose in what we're doing. And this this time around Glow 2.0, we've got some purpose with Girls on the Run. Like I was inspired. It was like last minute. We're like, Oh, dude, this is awesome. Let's try to help them out. But not necessarily just raise money, but awareness because they need more mentors. Mm. We all need mentors. I had a mentor growing up. Oh my gosh, he told me he told me things about myself that I was like, dang, you really feel that about me? Like <laughs> I can't do this. Like my mom said I could, but that's my mom. Moms aren't that cool at a certain age. Like, you know, so it's it's really cool when you can get mentorship because you can pick children's kids their brains and being like wow hey have you ever thought about this and this and then hey it might spark curiosity for them to be whatever they want to be and achieve things that they didn't know that they could achieve and so our passion is like giving back with purpose or you know talking about how you can involve your time you know time is better than money and again i'm going to collect that debt <laughs> I'm going to need you to sit on my show, Mr. Paul Long. I'd love to sit on your couch. It's been a long it's, time, Paul Long. It's the casting couch. Yeah. I don't know what happens on that casting couch. Ooh. I'm going to have to sign a disclaimer. Uh, hey, just, but, or just a couple of disclosure, whatever they're called. That yes, you're please, about exactly. Hey, that's a good callback. So, uh, Dom Green, I admire the hell out of you, man. Thanks, man. Uh, it's been cool to watch your journey, to see your growth. You know, we it's, could talk a long oh, yes. time, Mr. Paul Long. Paul Long. It's my time to go. <laughs> it's just the tip of the iceberg, brother. So if you want to learn more about 
Positive People Posse. Obviously, go to positivepeopleposse.com. Melissa and I already have our tickets to their second silent disco. Trust me, I would not steer you in the wrong direction. It doesn't matter if you feel like you're great at dancing. It doesn't matter if you don't have a date, Rob. Yes. Because uh, he said that's why he <laughs> wasn't going. Got no girl. Yeah. <laughs> we find no. you a girl. There's plenty. Dom. Dom. There's plenty. Dom. There. Holler at a player when you <laughs> see him in the streets. That's right. Corgan <laughs> uh, Station rooftop, by the way. Awesome. It's just beautiful. beautiful. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be a great time. So if you're in the Kansas City area, Nebraska, Iowa, you want to roll through, please go to Positive People Posse. Swoop up your tickets. I promise you. Come holler at me. We'll have a good time. Uh, I'll show you how to dubstep. <laughs> I don't know how to do that, but we can work on it together. Um, Dom. Positive People Posse is on Instagram. That's at Positive People Posse as well, right? Yes. Guys, follow them. They're doing some amazing man, things. It's Paul, great to be I around amazing energy, people. Man. I really love your energy. Game recognizes game, <laughs> sir. So listen, if you take anything out of today's session, today's podcast, obviously the people that you surround yourself with play a critical role in mindset. True. Positive People Posse is bringing some positivity to those around them. Um, that's just like the fundamentalism philosophy. Gravitate more towards the things that give you strength as opposed to the things that tear you down. If you're in a miserable situation right now or you're unhappy, just find what you're passionate about. I'm not saying quit your job, but I'm saying take a risk and do more of the things that move you. You know, sometimes when you take a leap, you might be surprised uh, of who's there to get you. And Believe, though, that if you take that leap, if you are passionate about something and you want to gravitate more towards something that lifts you up, it takes work. So don't reach out to me and say, Paul, I took the leap just as you said, and I failed. It's not working out. You got to go hard. It takes some time, and you got to have vision, and you got to have passion. And most importantly, outside of passion, you have to have a plan. And sometimes that plan finds you. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, as always, for tuning in to the Fundamism Podcast. If you want to see these fire new (laughs) shoelaces that I got. And these hot pants. And these hot pants. You got to go check out our YouTube. Uh, Rob's doing all the big things on YouTube. Uh, Coming up, we're actually going to have some amazing new bits where, following the podcast, we're going to have some new segments. And uh, guests are going to stick back around. And we're going to do some fun stuff that's exclusive only to YouTube. So, have a blessed day. Go create a little bit of fun for yourself and hopefully in the life of others we'll catch you on the flip side oh